0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show
1: description to support now. All right, welcome to this week's episode of 30 Questions With. Uh, I am here today with the most special of special guests. Um, At the time that this goes out... Uh, This person will be the first person to appear on all of my shows, um, including the new one that, when this goes out, will have been out for two weeks. Um, He is really the godfather of my entire career as a podcaster. Uh, So please join me in welcoming the national treasure that is T. Biggs. Hello, sir.
0: Craig, my man, how are you today? It is my distinct honor of being on here. The podcast Mozart, the prodigy. It is my pleasure. How are y'all doing down there?
1: Fantastic. It's fucking, it was, it was 29 degrees this morning. It is now 72 degrees.
0: I'm jealous of that. I'm jealous (laughs) of your weather. Uh, you can have it. I'll take hot. I can't stand cold. I live in Wisconsin. That shit's cold as hell.
1: You see, I'm the opposite. I don't. I don't. I don't do heat. I just I don't. <laughs> so, you ready to dive into this bad boy?
0: You're damn straight. I've been looking forward to this. All right.
1: So, question number one: What is the most random thing on your bucket list?
0: I want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. For the simple reason of I'm not a mountain climber, it's just something that stands out. Mount Kilimanjaro stands over the continent of Africa as its tallest point. You can pretty much see so much around you, and very few have climbed it. It's not the tourist destination of Mount Everest, it's because it's not as tall, but it means something to also be able to hire guides from local tribes, put money in their pockets to scale that mountain. It would mean something to me.
1: That, that would be, that, that sounds cool. Um, In England, they have a charity called uh, Sport Relief. And like every year they do this whole like Sport Relief special thing. And I remember one year they sent like some pop singer up, (laughs) Kilimanjaro. It was the most, it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, But that'd be cool as shit.
0: I mean, it's something about just the being. Plus, I like being outside, and just one of those things that no one in my family has done it. And I look at my kids. I, you know what? My old man, before his time came, climbed this big ass mountain, and it's him, him with a picture cheesing on top of Mount Kilimanjaro, right over the mantle. Goddamn it!
1: You should, you should take Sam and the kids and do like your your Christmas card photo on top of Kilimanjaro. Like, <laughs> there would be no topping that
0: no no that, that that might be a plan I'd, I'd be down with that
1: i mean they might leave your ass up there
0: but oh they I mean... <laughs> might leave me up there
1: uh what is your go-to karaoke song
0: Ooh, this was a hard one because i i like karaoke but passenger was a or is a i think scottish or irish singer and he has a song called let her go the reason why one i love singing it and two Every night from the time my daughter was came home from the hospital at four days old to the time that I moved, which was about her being about seven, I sang that song to her. And she sits still, and she just looks at me with those big brown eyes and that curly hair, and she smiles. It fits. It, it warms my heart as her dad. There's nothing I'll ever do more than anything in this world than to be... A dad. No, nothing greater.
1: That's fantastic. Who was your favorite member of the Spice Girls?
0: Jerry Hollowell, Ginger Spice, Red Head Hotness. Whoo! I mean, just the the fashion, the look, the you know, just being thicker than a first grade pencil, just it worked. Just there's something about it. It's different. Just she was the one that was just. She wasn't a lead singer. She wasn't the best singer. She was there, and hell, the best of it, The best ability is availability.
1: This and is she was crazy. fine.
0: She was fine as hell too.
1: And she's still fine. Like she's aged incredibly well.
0: She's out there aging like fine wine when. We know our uh, folks in the industry that have an age like milk and bananas.
1: And I'll never forget. Like I can still remember where I was when the news broke that she had left the band. Mm-hmm. You know, because this was this was pre like full-on internet, like 24-hour news cycle type thing. And then she released her debut album which to this day is still one of my favorites
0: people give that group so much hell for whatever but i'm sorry but to become one is a damn good song now was jerry how how hollowell's look at me that was her yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that was good right like they could it was okay it was good it wasn't like People are weird with their musical taste. As far as being too good for things, nah. If you are at a bar or if you are driving in the car and that, and any of that stuff comes on, if you you don't hum it, there's something wrong with you. You need to seek help in form of a drink, or a lap dance, or a hug, or some food. Just it's enjoyable music, and you can't find it. Can't find fault with it.
1: What is the most terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on a streaming service or on TV?
0: The Bad Girls Club. I'm sorry, but I got hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I like people who do hood rat shit on television. It. I'm sitting there watching I'm like, why am I watching this? I got hooked when it first started because they had one of the ladies from Boston and she was stereotypically Boston, just just a little aggressive, a little with the drinky, and they had this lady named, I want to say her name was flora she was uh eastern europe she was of eastern european descent and she was quick to snatch somebody up she was the bad girls club version of drita from uh mob wives oh shit she would she would literally snatch a knot in your tail and whoop your ass for just for looking at her sideways and it was interesting to watch how these dysfunctional ass people got together in this house, and you know fights were coming. And then I always laugh when somebody got kicked off. I'm like, wait a minute, you—the whole premise of the show is to have hot-tempered people in the show living in a place together. You can't kick anybody out unless somebody pulls out a gun and starts shooting somebody. But I watched it. I make no bones about it. It's, it's between <laughs> that and snapped. I'm sorry, snapped. One of things like, huh? That's always I always always made sure the course of my life that you know, making sure that you and X are cool because you you don't want to hear that music or see somebody talking about you in past tense with being like backlit. Nope. Mm -mm.
1: You have your own late night talk show. Living or dead, who's your first guest?
0: This one was hard. It was either Lady Gaga or Barack Obama for two different reasons. Gaga is a story in Perseverance, where when she was at NYU, people in her, they started a Facebook group called Stephanie Germanotta Will Never Be Famous. There's like 300 people in that group. She, there was a concerted effort to have people shame her or slight her, and 300 million dollars later, she could give a fuck about these people. She has made, and she honestly, like, A Star is Born is one of my favorite movies. I'm sorry, but it, God damn it, it is. It gets you like right here. You're like, oh my God. It, it, and her or the former president was one of, I want to learn his restraint and grace because if you have people questioning his birthright, cracking on the fact he wore a tan suit, little minuscule things when the guy who came after him was grabbing women by the vagina and just saying the most lewd and rude and racist shit, how did you, as a president in retirement, just say, you know what? See, this is what y'all could have. This is what y'all wanted after me. So fuck everyone who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. It would be an HBO talk show because I couldn't be sitting here saying all these words <laughs> on CBS after uh, late night. But those would be the two for totally different reasons.
1: Objectively, what is? the greatest not your favorite what is the greatest disney film of all time
0: beauty and the beast why because it's an underdog story because it starts as a off as an overwhelming favorite story you have a prince handsome prince who gets kind of you know he is not really the most handsome fellow in the world but he manages to land the girl land the girl land the woman at the end and i'm a sucker for an underdog story like you know what you go through adversity you come up with the end happy endings it's and it's it's kind of it's cool to see you know like bell just kind of saw him for who he was on the inside not on the outside that's a lesson to learn that we should all should in life not to say the looks don't matter on the outside because we're not going to be sitting there doing naked things with people we don't find attractive that's just a goddamn <laughs> lie
1: Do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody, when you bring it up, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: Sarah Seidner from CNN. That's a tongue twister. She's a news correspondent. Not just the the fact that fine is one word that comes to mind, but smart and just caring. I hate CNN as an organization because of all the shit they do, but she brings uh, humanity to it. And she brings a warmth to it. And she, you can tell that when she's trying to deliver these stories, she, she's living the stories with heart and that's underrated. And she's uh, again, thicker than a friendly's milkshake.
1: <laughs> um, Underwear. Always on or only when you have to.
0: Got to be always on. Cause I'm always cold and I live in Wisconsin and I'm like, even in summer, it's like, cause I play a lot of softball. I'm like, I can't be free balling it because it just it, it hurts when you run. It just feels weird. Mm, gotta keep the gotta keep the underwear on. It's a thing that I have.
1: What is something that you believe to be true, but almost no one agrees with you about?
0: Police in certain cities keep a lack of patrol in certain areas to keep the crime rate up. So when developers want to gentrify, then they police it. That drives the crime rate down. Therefore, it drives up the property value. I can't prove it. There's no statistical evidence. It's just got feeling. I've seen it before. I'm from a city on the East Coast where, huh, this used to be a shitty neighborhood, but now it has a um, a Jamba Juice or a Pinkberry or a Starbucks. But I just see people selling drugs right in front of it but now there are no, there are less black people and more just gentrifiers around.
1: That, I will have to say that I agree with you on that. Actually I can. Yeah. If you could have an entire movie theater to yourself and you could watch any film in the entire world, what would you choose?
0: I would say Forrest Gump. It was the last movie that my father saw, like, before he got really sick. And it was the first time I was, like, 22. And my father was unemotional type. I've, I've threaded about it and tweeted about it. And he looked at me, and the scene where Forrest meets his son, he looks at Jenny and says, is he smart or is he like me? My father looked at me with tears in his eyes. I'd never seen that man cry a day in his life before. He might have been the toughest human being I've ever met, like – just emotionless and we looked at each other we both had tears on. he's like you know boy i haven't always said how much i loved you but i do and i remember just sitting there with my head in my hands just bawling i would watch that one one time in the movie did for him that's awesome
1: do you wash your legs in the shower
0: every day that's what loopers are for <laughs> i can't stand dry and ashy i don't want my legs to look how harry firestein sounds
1: oh shit <laughs> 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 oh god damn it <laughs> Uh, what sport would you most like to compete in at the olympics
0: curling it's pretty much you you take a giant stone you you throw it across ice and you sweep it into like a target area it's a sport here in wisconsin they have leagues here people get together wpa white people activities they would drink beer roll a rock across the ice sweep it to make sure that goes into the target thing and just drink and drink and drink. If I can win a gold medal or represent my country while having a beer in my hand, show me what a podium is.
1: (laughs) I, I appreciate curling. um, Because it's the one sport where the competitors look like normal people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's just something about curling. That's fun to watch.
0: I agree. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's different. Something that you're not used to saying.
1: If they were making a biopic about your life, who would play you?
0: Nate Morris from boys to men, because if you do a side by side, we look just alike. I've been able to try to evade that comparison for the better part of my adult life at 47 fuck it i'm gonna embrace it yep me nate mowers doppelgangers i would have said being rhames but i don't lift enough weights to look like being rhames
1: you know now 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 that you've said that about nate um i can't fucking unsee it (laughs) so like now my entire childhood where nate from boys to men should be like in the Water Runs Dry video, it's you.
0: <laughs> I mean, I may have worn a sweater vest in my time in the 90s. I'm not going to lie. I've worn a sweater vest in my time in the 90s. And I just, yeah. And like dress with jeans and like a a, a blazer. Yeah, this is, this is how I rolled in the 90s. I am appreciative of that. Uh,
1: nude beach or not a chance?
0: Nude beach. I mean, it's one of those things. I, there was one in Florida. there's one in Rhode Island. The one, It's different because the one in Florida was a lot more fun than the one in Rhode Island because in the one in Rhode Island, you had pacey-ass people running around without clothes on. Nobody wants to see that looking like cartons of milk in the sun. It just, It's not fun. Where Florida, people were just a little more calm and just sitting there chilling. But it's like being – it's like stripping in northern Wisconsin. You don't want to see that. <laughs> the sun comes up for 12 minutes today no no so new to reach is fine with me
1: what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten
0: my grandma maddie the rest of her soul perhaps the finest human being i've ever known said work and fight you work and you fight until you can't work and fight no more and then you f- and then you fight 10 minutes longer for your family and for yourself, and for those who you care about. That is
1: fantastic. Um, objectively, what is the greatest, not your favorite, the greatest television show of all time?
0: The Wire. It gives people who may not have grown up in urban environments a look into the lives of people that either they were us or people we knew the realism of it, the anti-heroes, there were no heroes in that show. There were anti-heroes. There were people who did what they had to do to survive. And that's a common theme that runs through the thread of most folks who live in the city. No one wants to be heroes. We're just trying to live. We just try to live.
1: That, yeah, that the wires just, fucking fantastic and perfectly cast and like just yes that is that is the correct answer <laughs> uh what's your guilty pleasure
0: sweet tea mixed with blackberry vodka there's a bar that that's our softball team and when i go in and if i don't have a tequila sunrise it is sweet tea and blackberry vodka with a little lemonade in it hits the spot. You can drink it alone or you can drink it with food. It is and the bad part about it is this, you don't taste any alcohol and you don't taste it doesn't taste alcoholic at all. So you have like one and a half of those you're like, "Oh, 15 minutes later it hits you hard, like a building fell on your head." Like, "Oh, I'm a little drunk." Sam will tell you. Sam will tell you like, "Oh, I'm a little drunk." Oh, <laughs> look at her. and like, "I'm a little drunk." She's like, "I know."
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm about to blow your mind. So check this out. Sweet tea, mm. right? And apple
0: cinnamon moonshine. Oh, my God. Oh, that is good. Because apple pie moonshine is good. Apple pie moonshine is a lot in that area where, oh, I just had half a bottle. I don't feel shit. And then you half stand up. Level, I'm on the floor. <laughs> I'm on the right. floor. I'm sleeping like two o'clock the next afternoon. I'm like, oh, I have drank too much. But I need to try that because there are people all around who who would like to make apple pie moonshine, but apple cinnamon moonshine, yeah, we will definitely try that one. I will put the word out.
1: If aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them, would you go?
0: No, because they probably have shitty uh, streaming services. I don't want to see like <laughs> Tubi or anything like that. I need to see like Netflix and Hulu because I have appointment TV. Ozark starts in like a month and i i can't miss the last season i caught up and i'm ready for it
1: um not to not to sound like everybody else on the planet um i've just completely forgot the uh (laughs) name of the show that i was hang on i uh, uh I've just completely drawn a blank on everything. All right. Ah, okay. So as I was saying uh, before, my brain quit. Uh, not to sound like everybody else on the planet, but have have you watched Ted Lasso?
0: Yes, I have. I <laughs> that show has warmed it. I've warmed up to it. At first, I was like, duh. But then, yeah, I get it. It it's a show about so much, and it gets so much done in such a limited space, and you got to respect it. It is definitely just a phenomenal piece of television art.
1: It's yeah, it's it's the most wholesome show on television, and I would like for everyone to watch it because I need at least fifteen more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you could commit any crime and get away with it what crime would you pick
0: erase the debt no matter what it is be it mortgage be it student loan for everyone who doesn't who makes under fifty thousand dollars a year like gone you get a new shot at life you've made mistakes this will be a chance to improve mistakes not just for you but for those after you if there's no one after you just Go out and have a better life. Like we get one of these, one might as well enjoy it a little bit. Might as well try to make the best of it while you're on this planet and go do big things. So and, get going.
1: And that's a victimless crime. So mm-hmm. exactly. Objectively, what is Whitney Houston's best song?
0: best song I will always love you without a doubt because if you listen to it in the context of the bodyguard if you listen to it if you watch the video if you listen to it just a CD there is a resonating passion a feeling she threw herself entirely into this song where you're like if someone's saying that to me I even though it is theoretically considered, I guess it kind of considered a breakup song. It means that you touch the person that much where they are pouring their soul out to you in melodic form. And just on singing alone, it's a top five song ever. Oh, absolutely. Perfect.
1: And even like, even even the video for that song is just, it's fucking perfection. Just, like, it's just her on that folding chair for, like, the first two-thirds of the video. And then mm-hmm. when she hits that iconic note and the background, like, melts away and she's out in the forest with the snow, it's just, like, I've got chills thinking about it.
0: It hits you. It's like being a little kid and, you know, like, crying and all the kids cry, but, like, an hour afterward, I do you go... <gasps> Yep. that it gives you that, that heart, that, that it gives you just that, that warm heart type of soaring when she has that note. It just, it takes everyone back to a place where either you first heard it or it reminds you of something. Yep. It's poetry.
1: And to Whitney's credit, there is not another human being on the planet who can land that note the way that she does that makes you, that takes you through the entire gamut of human emotion.
0: She doesn't oversing it. She doesn't undersing it. It's like being a gymnast. She sticks, she stuck the dismount. She stuck the landing. Boom, feet up, arms up, song over. Go, go Get me a tissue. Let me wipe your eyes. Whew, it, she hits it perfectly. It is unmistakably to- her best yeah it's her best
1: if you could bring back any fashion trend what would it be
0: paisley shirts button down paisley shirts like shirt shirt i it was something about like bright colors and bright styles is like i like contrast i'm brown i like bright colors it's, paisley just something with paisley paisley tie something just something that kind of catches the imagination because i think that too many times either folks go too sedate or too monochromatic
1: okay i myself am not a paisley fan but i will let you have that (laughs) uh without saying fuck what is your favorite cuss word?
0: God damn. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is used for a statement of joy. Like, God damn, that's some good food. Prime example. Sam makes salmon cakes that are phenomenal. First time she made them, I'm like, first of all, they were big. I'm like, God damn. Just is <laughs> it, they look good. And or just statement of just frustration, like these these goddamn fools on these spaces. Things like that. It is a Versatile cuss word.
1: (laughs) What is a film that most people hated but that you love?
0: This one is interesting to me. I honestly would want to say The Last Boy Scout, uh, Damon Waynes and Bruce Willis, and it was like an early 90s one. Halle Berry, this might be her first scene in a movie where she plays Damon Wayne's girlfriend. Something happens to her that leads to the story. The fast pace of that movie is, it's so 90s and it's so, like, overboard. People thought it was kind of too much, but I kind of thought it was kind of a good, it was a good buddy action movie. And sometimes you need to turn your mind off and and watch good garbage. And, you know, there's
1: there's nothing more 90s than describing the cast of a film as Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans, and Halle Berry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have never lied.
1: What is the one film that you could watch over and over and never get sick of?
0: Friday. Friday. Friday is the kind of movie where it's like, we know people like Smokey and Craig. Hell, some of us were smoking and Craig. And it's just, it tells a story, it has a conflict, and it has a good resolution. And plus, Neil Long is in it, and Neil Long is just like Neil Long, Angela Bassett, they're in that pantheon of black actresses that can pretty much act in anything. Sana Lathan, same. Just.
1: Regina King.
0: Regina King, anything. They literally, she could be the god she could play tony soprano if she felt like it that's that's how much that's how far her range is just and the acting in that movie is crisp and it's funny and it tells a good story i would watch the fuck out of an all black sopranos i would too i would too cuz it's funny like people ask me if i watched power and i'm like i'm like no i don't it's part of me thinks that 50 cents because he's an asshole and I just don't really get into his shit. I'm like, "Mm." but in all black Sopranos, we need to get that done. Like there, there, there needs to be a production company Be it spring break, somebody throw, throw this man some money and let's get this done.
1: If you were writing your autobiography right at this very moment, what would the title be?
0: I have no idea how I got here, but I'm here. Beer, road trips, heartbreak, fatherhood. The life and times of an average man doing extraordinary things.
1: That's, that's a hell of a title. I love it. Let's, uh, let's get you on that. <laughs> let's get that out there. What is your favorite Christmas song?
0: even though I'm not a fan of his Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen because my dad was a trucker and he didn't like Christmas music, but that was one where you would see like a semi go by or his dump truck. You would, it'd be like the 22nd of December. You would hear him blaring it and little kids. And he had a soft spot for making sure that the little kids neighborhood, they had at least something for Christmas. And Maybe their mom or dad got a gift. We were we were poor, just like everybody else. But somehow, some way, some of these kids had a gift on their front door, and we knew where it was from. And it was just it reminds me of him. Like I I mentioned him before, but literally, my best friend. He was my best friend. This will
1: also probably be the first episode where I fucking cry because. <clears throat> so, um, if you had an extra $20 to spend on yourself and you had to spend it on yourself, but you could not buy food, what would you spend it on?
0: Socks. I live in Wisconsin and do get a good pair, or a couple of good pairs of good winter socks, especially with boots, because we're about a month from having a probably a foot of snow in the ground. And it's that pain. It's that pain you're feeling when like, I'm trying to explain this to Sam. Where I'm like, it's, it's going to get cold. She experienced some cold. She has no idea what she's in for when that, when the sky turns black and it doesn't get light because there's just snow that won't fucking stop. Socks are your best friends. High socks to the knee. We're talking like high socks all winter long. And make sure you put lotion on because you don't want to be ashy because that shit hurts taking off high socks.
1: Do you believe in the afterlife?
0: I believe that when it's our time, there is a, in my mind, I have this conjured up at like a subway station where each person goes and there's like a giant scoreboard. These are the things that you did to help and you were good. These are the things that you did to hurt and did bad. If one goes, if one outweighs the other, you either go to where you believe paradise is or you believe that you just get stuck in purgatory until you keep coming back and getting it right. So kind of some sort of reincarnation.
1: Okay. Uh, follow up to that. If there was in fact a heaven, what would it look like for
0: you? Honestly, it would be warm first because like we talked about I can't deal with cold. So I'm I'm wearing shorts. It would be filled with the good folks who either inspired me or did good things. Like a lot of members of my family, my dad, my grandma, my mom, just even people who tangentially inspired me, but somehow played a role. And it's like a celebration. It's like a never ending barbecue where there's nonstop ribs. There's nonstop. No one's sick. No one, no one has, no one's farsighted. So we all don't wear glasses. No one, you know, it's, it's a celebration of you lived a good life. This is your reward.
1: If you had to delete all but three apps from your phone and the ones that came preloaded on the phone, don't count. So those can stay. Right. Uh, Which three would you keep?
0: Outlook because email is important because I do podcast stuff, writing stuff, just keeping, you know, going back to school. So keeping stuff with with whichever school I decided to go to, that type of stuff. AccuWeather.com because, like I said, the weather here changes from moment to moment. Twitter because as much of a shit show as Twitter is, I met some good keep met some truly outstanding people, the love of my life and also family like like yourself.
1: What is one question that you wish I had asked you today and how would you have answered it?
0: Despite everything that has happened in America as far as racial and and tolerance. How do you keep your head up? It'd be simple. I have two reasons. One is Bailey, one is the Braxton. And there are kids that I have not met who are the kids of other black folks who deserve the same fate. We're in this for the long haul. There's no doom and gloom. There's no, oh God, things are going to be bad. It's pretty much tie your shoes tight, ball your fist up and get ready to fight. Plain as that,
1: right on. So now we we're in the Patreon bit. Um, yes, I, the the mood has changed. It feels a bit. Is the episode? Um, is tell everybody listening to this uh, about your podcasts, where they can hear them, all that good jazz.
0: You can. Our podcast is the. Black Tuesday podcast is the main one. You can hear that on the full press coverage app. You can full press radio. It's a, it's a little bit of sports. Oh, no, sports. A little bit of politics, a little bit of entertainment. It's a good time. And it's not fancy. It's more of your dive bar podcast. Like, it's a good food and drink. It's not bright and glitzy. It's scaled down, but it's good, honest, hard work.
1: Right on, right on, well, sir, uh, I have enjoyed this immensely um, as as always, my friend, any time you would like to come back um, and be on any of the shows, uh, you know you are more than welcome.
0: I say this a lot and I mean it, and for anyone listening, like I tell this man that he is unnatural at this and this should be his this will be his main job in a little bit phenomenally talented a good person and honestly like probably one of the four or five best out there doing this right now and that's saying a lot for somebody who has less than a year doing this it is the rapid ascent of this platform and not just because we're friends, but because i but i respect the work that is being put out you do a damn good job and i'm fucking proud of you
1: thank you sir If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like and subscribe. To our friends on Apple, please leave us a review. 30 Questions with, is a Spring Break 83 production.